Hey, Peter Navarro here with a bonus set of podcasts based on an extended interview with Ari Melber on MSNBC. In part two of this bonus pack, Ari and I explore the question, the crucial questions related to executive privilege and the constitutional separation of powers. This issue is absolutely central to my case. Take a listen and let me know what you think at my Substack at www.peternavarro.substack.com. Here we go. This quibble about about what a, a formal invocation looks like is going to be a big part of the appeals process. Look, our view is, first of all, it's presumptive. Second of all, every other White House, senior White House aide that ever got subpoenaed by that by the Pelosi Congress had privilege invoked. Some got letters, some didn't, but it was involved. Nobody ever got challenged. Yeah. This well, goes look, back to 2019. I understand what Dan, you're saying. As you know, Dearborn, and we've talked about this, Con- Con- everyone Conway. else went in I mean, and participated like this, to invoke this, privilege. That's yeah. like what Meadows did. They tried to invoke it while participating. Uh, you were convicted. Again, this is not anyone's opinion here. This well, was well, a you raised jury. Let me finish. And then, Peter, let me Meadows. finish. Peter, yeah, let me sure. finish, and I'll give, yeah. give it back to you. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a one on one. You'll get your turn. But you were convicted of your by a jury of your peers for not going that far, for yes. not availing yourself of that privilege process. I want to read yeah. in the Wall Street Journal, um, which is part of the Murdoch sort of News Corp, Fox News conglomerate, uh, what they say, and I think you know, because yeah. I know you've written about this, but the journal says Navarro knew what he was doing, and he earned the verdict. The judge found the privilege claims pretty weak sauce. With no evidence, Trump did what Navarro claimed unprivileged. They go on to write, Navarro could have appeared before Congress and invoked Fifth Amendment rights. He can't flout the subpoena and not show up. Navarro's conviction could be a significant victory for oversight. So that's the journal over there. And then I want to play Congresswoman Lofgren, who was part of the process that led to this. And I'll let you respond. Here, take a listen to Congresswoman Lofgren. Take a listen and then you'll respond. This is a just result, and I think it's important. Mr. Uh, Navarro had information we needed. He talked about the Green Bay sweep that he uh, cooked up with Steve Bannon, who also refused to testify. That he just blew us off uh, was wrong. I mean, it's illegal. As promised, you get time. I only ask you to respond both to the, sure. the congresswoman, who's part of the committee you clashed with, and what is a very conservative, sure. often Trump-friendly uh, editorial in the journal that is saying, look, contrary to what viewers just heard you say, Mr. Navarro, contrary to that, in fact, this is good for oversight. What's good for American government is enforcing the rule of law and not the both the journal and Congressman Lofgren says not letting people flout it. OK, so let's start with The Wall Street Journal. Uh, I, I wish you had put my rebuttal up because they did publish my letter um, on Monday. Uh, what here, I say this respectfully. Like, we're putting all, the, the respectfully. We're putting yeah, the rebuttal yeah. up now. You yeah, get yeah. you get to go, yeah. sir. Yes, yeah, I get it. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is 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 not Trump friendly. Murdoch uh, has openly uh, uh, said that he's going to take Donald Trump down, and I was uh, I was the topic of two lead or editorials during the Trump administration where they called for a Navarro recession coming because of my support and Donald Trump's support for, for trade, tough trade policies on China. Of course, the recession never came. We, we had strong growth. So the Wall Street Journal is not my friend. Now, here's what the Wall Street Journal and Zoe Lofgren are missing. Um, I am the only person ever charged with this alleged crime, okay, as a senior White House advisor. And 
Going Bannon, back Bannon to was George a former Washington, official, but okay. Earlier. No, no, no. I was the difference between the Stephen and I. Okay. He got a Understood. great case on appeal. He wasn't even close to the White House at the okay. time. He left the White House in in August of 2017. I was there at the time. So here, let me give you the the, the flip around quick, quick okay. here. All right. Suppose tr Trump's back in office. The Republicans consolidate power in the House, and Matt Gates, who he's been on your show lately, and you guys looked like you've been having fun doing it. Suppose he's uh, he's the Speaker of the House and they form a select committee to investigate Joe Biden um, on the economy, Afghanistan, the border and other things. Right. And they subpoena every single senior White House advisor in the former Biden White House, along with Jonathan Sue, the White House legal counsel. Now. Is it your position and Zoe Lofgren's position that they should go and testify before Congress? I think not. And the other thing is, let me jump in. I'm giving you time. But if I let me jump in because yeah, let and, me just make this one last point here. This one's important. Arnie. The judge clearly said during the case, if I went in and selectively invoked the fifth or privilege, I would have forfeited my right to absolute testimonial immunity under the Department of Justice policy. So let me I put up exactly let me put up the, the witnesses on the screen and you policy made, the you made your point yeah. and I think Congressman Lofgren and others yeah. have said publicly yes people have an obligation at least to come in and engage even if they have reasons they want to assert for not yes. testifying but over a thousand witnesses yes. did cooperate Peter 34 took the fifth something you just alluded to there are other ways none of those people are in the trouble that you're in. And so I guess that's part of the question of why this is all worth it. You said you want sure. to litigate this. I do want to turn, and I'll let you, I'll let you get more time, but I do want to turn oh, to what you on, mentioned. Let me, let me just address your statistics. Okay, briefly quickly, on the statistics. Quickly. Go ahead. How briefly. many of those thousand people were senior White House advisors and alter ego of the president? Some, zero. Not zero, okay? sir. Zero. No, some were, some no, were, zero. Uh, Mr. Meadows was, a, was, was your I, boss. Mark Meadows was chief of staff. Meadows never testified. Meadows and Dan Scavino. Well, let me, did let me be exactly clear, and then I'll let you finish. The same thing I did. He, okay. what, no, Meadows he didn't did do the nothing. same thing you did. I gave him a, some documents. He no. did not testify. Okay, let me respond. And he, you, you, he did you, not give him you the posed, documents. And look, we've, sure. Mr. Navarro, we've had our back and forth before. Let's do that again. Sure. You pose the question. What's the difference? All right, call me Peter. Come on, All right, we, Peter. we do I'll that when we see each other. Okay, I'll call you Peter. We'll keep this. I mean, this is cool. This is good. I agree. And America, uh, if I may say so, benefits sometimes yeah. if we do this. So here's the deal. Yes, sir. Mr. Yes, sir. Meadows, I, I call him Mark if you want. Mark Meadows went in there and engaged. He provided testimonial reasons why he said he couldn't actually speak. He provided thousands of pages of documents. His lawyers engaged. Let me finish. He just said no. he said he provided the reasons why he said it was privileged. And so he litigated that out. He was held in contempt, but the DOJ didn't charge. Uh, same for Mr. Scavino. They didn't charge him. And so you also asked, yeah. what are the other people? Well, you have a bunch of White House lawyers. As you know, some of them have arguments that part of this is legally privileged. We get that. But they showed up. What you did was defy the whole thing. And, and I, I guess at this point, you still don't either see or acknowledge why that's different. I do want to ask you about the Trump trial. You mentioned it was in the adjacent room to your trial that we just uh, yeah. I saw you there. And Jack Smith, sure. tell us about what you learned or what you experienced. This is the fact finding we do in journalism. Uh, OK, that's it for now. You can read the transcript and get more info at www.peternavarro.substack.com. That's Peter Navarro dot substack dot com. Peter Navarro, out.